Please welcome our guest this morning, Maggie Kobani, a tax consultant at Tax Consulting SA. What do you guys do in a nutshell at Tax Consulting SA? So basically what we do is we, we do tax returns and we provide um, tax advice and we we help with disputes that sure. would be outstanding with SARS and basically we also just try and provide advice for the people who are thinking of moving abroad sure. or you're thinking of financial, financially immigrating. Sure. So we do provide that advice. From what income bracket do I start paying tax? So how it When works, am I exempt? <laughs> yeah. Are you ever exempt? You know? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so how it works is SARS works with, like you're saying, brackets. Yes. So you you have until if you earn about 350,000 rand a year. However, if you have things like medical aid, you get travel allowance and you get such benefits, you will have to then declare your income. The nice thing about SARS is they, have, they actually have like a check thing online. Mm. So you just type in who should submit a tax return. Okay. It asks you questions and at the end it will tell you, no, don't submit a return or yes, do it. So generally if I'm earning under 300,000 rand a year, I don't need to submit. If I don't have benefits. Yes. Okay. Yes. Alright, uh, here are some of your questions. Regarding the taxes, I need to know I'm an Uber driver and my income varies a lot. I can earn from 10,000 a month to 30,000 a month. So I don't know how to go about with the taxes. Should I be registered? Um, when I earn less, should I be paying? When I earn more, how much should I be paying? I mean, uh, how does it uh, affect us as Uber drivers? Thank you. So basically how, how it works is because you don't have employment income, sure. you will certainly certainly have to then submit your your tax return you will have to register for okay. for income tax okay so but i must declare all the money i make you have to declare all the the money that you make and i would advise you keep track of your income as well mm. because you can also deduct your expenses sure. so it's not just that sauce is gunning for your money yeah. you can as well if you you're putting in fuel you're putting you're paying for e-tolls because you, you money, money spent generating yes. that income mm. exactly yes. so those those expenses in the production of income can sure. be deducted sure. so it's not like and you have reliefs as well your rebates you know you up 13,500 will be used to deduct the the tax that you should have paid in a sense. Mm. So just keep track of all your income that's and all your expenses as well because at the end of the day, you need to prove everything. Okay, so for him as an Uber driver, mm. register. He must. He Register, has declare, to. Mm. and also obviously put in whatever your expenses are. Yes, okay. yes. What is better in the long run, getting somebody who completely understands tax to do your taxes or can I literally just do the lotto of doing everything myself? It depends. Um, obviously, tax consultants come at a cost. Mm-hmm. If you're willing to pay, then I, I say go for it because then you get the most out of it. Um, e-filing is designed in such a way that it's user-friendly. Sure. Mm. So it has boxes. It literally asks you. It's tax for dummies. You know, exactly. Yeah. So at the end with, of the day, respect. you are generating your own return. So you know that you only had in like you only had employment income. Mm-hmm. You didn't have an RA. It will ask you, did mm-hmm. you have a retirement annuity? Mm-hmm. You know. So I would I would say it depends. If you're willing to 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 spend the money, go for it. But e-filing is is user friendly. 13 minutes after 7, we're talking tax or your questions. Maggie Kobani, a tax consultant at Tax Consulting SA, is in the building. Babalo, good morning. Morning, okay. Uh, Reteng, thanks for holding. What's your question? 
Yeah. He my returns about uh, two to three months ago, and then Banun chooser for an audit, right? And then Banu audit it was by thirty working days, of which I said file I waited for the thirty working days to be over. I said to file but no, for me who can see the feedback it was by fourteen working days. Okay, Kaema, Yaseta. And like I think we'll any feedback and then take a phone every week or maybe two weeks take a phone get what's the problem but no um escalate but now every time I get phone now but follow up on an escalation. Now I keep should I be worried will they come back Barry um Kabakolota or what because I make a file they owe me money. So now I get a great feedback. I don't know what to do, I don't know where I stand with stars. Like I very frustrated because I, I, I just don't, I just don't know. Okay. So, do you have any questions for her? Or can she listen on the radio? Listen on the radio. Okay, please listen on the radio. Thanks for calling, Yes. So, Pablo, what usually happens in this instance is I, I, I hope you have e-filing because um you can actually complain. Sure. There's a portal where you can complain, but um you you are entitled to your refund. Mm. Um, there is no two way about it, sure. and you. You, you, she will unfortunately in her case she will have to go to the branch. Sure. I would advise her to physically go into the branch and say, "I've passed my the the thirty working days." So what happens is mm. with the 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 audit we have. Whom do they decide to audit? Why? It's a it's it, it's literally a random selection. Okay. And one thing that I've also picked up, if there's a difference from last year to. To this year, mm. they will certainly select you because then it's like, oh, okay, wait, what happened? Okay, you know, because sometimes people do make mistakes on e-filing. Sure, but an audit is not necessarily a bad thing. SARS at that point is like, okay, I'm giving you the benefit of that out. Mm. Give me the documents that you used to get to the amounts that you got to. Sure, and then in her case, then they finalized it and they said that her refund will be paid out in 14 working days. Mm. And in this instance, they haven't they haven't paid it. So I would advise that she must go to the branch. And, and query it there because she's escalated and she's not getting in sure. any help. Okay, so walk in. Walk in. Okay. I would I would I would advise maybe do it next week. Sure. Because um between today and Friday. It's a circus. It's it's amazing. Good morning, Patrick. Morning, how are you? We're good. What's your question, sir? Uh last year I ran from my previous employer and I uh, got my uh tax uh, not uh, my pension fund paid out. Do I have to declare that as well, or is it already taxed? So what happens with a pension fund is you are taxed beforehand. Mm. So your employer will load an IRP file specifically for a lump sum payment mm. that you got. And remember, you won't be taxed on it two times because that, that's just not fair. Sure. So they also work uh, with different tax brackets. If mm. you withdraw, if it's a pension fund, if it's a provident fund. Sure. So... You won't be taxed on it again, but the moment you, you submit your return, it will already be loaded on your e-filing mm. with the tax that was paid. So in essence, the tax that was calculated will will sort of net you to become at a zero. His question is simple. Kid yeah. Can I eat this money or not? The thing is, he's when he gets it, he gets it after tax. Sure. So he can chow. So he can eat the money. Like he can go in. Patrick, eat your money, my guy. <laughs> <laughs> 17 after 7, fresh breakfast on Metro FM. We're talking tax. We're talking tax this morning, hanging out with Maggie Kobani, a tax consultant at Tax Consulting SA. Miss I Hot says, whose fault or responsibility is it when for the last three years my employer has undertaxed me? Now 
SARS say I am owing monies? You know, that's that could go a lot of ways. But what what I would advise you to do is take it up with your employer. Because yes. at the end of the day, they're the ones who calculate your, your pay as you earn. Sure. Um, but I would also advise, put some money in a retirement annuity. Sure. Because that as well, you can use it as a deduction. So mm. if you, 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 you make contributions to a retirement annuity, it will assist you in getting that that um, amount owing down and it helps you when you retire so it's it's a benefit but what if i'm not working there anymore or the company doesn't exist anymore you because i've had i've had cases like that sure you you would have to it's it's in this instance you'll have to take the dispute up with SARS. okay but the thing is you will need to prove how you got to the amount it's going to be a bit of a, a tricky mm. one because mm. It's the HR department, sure. the one person who has sitting there mm. doing the calculations sure. on a certain accounting software mm. that sure. might have got it, gotten it wrong. Yeah. So it's a bit of a, you know. Maggie, quick question. Yes. When I stop working, do I have to inform SARS that I've stopped working? So remember when you when you submit your return, like I said, there's a grid yeah. where you pick boxes and it asks you questions. It will say, were you unemployed? During the year of assessment, yeah, year of assessment being from the first of March to the twenty eighth of Feb, mm. and you will say yes, mm. and it will ask you for, do you have an unbroken period of your unemployment? And you'll probably say oh one, because it's usually like I was unemployed from June to let's say December. Yeah, that's the one period that was unbroken. So it asks you, mm. so you don't necessarily have to go to the branch or do whatever. You will have to. Just declare it when you do your normal tax returns. There's a question that asks you. You'll have to say yes there. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Uh on Twitter says that was very irresponsible advice for, uh, to your listener to eat his pension payout. This is the reason that over eighty percent of SA retire with un- insufficient money. I apologize for framing it like that. The question was: Is the money all his, or does SARS take from it? So maybe eat your money was the wrong framing. Saz has already taken its money. Okay, so the so money is his to do with as he exactly. pleases. Exactly, like you, when you get it, you can do whatever you want to do with it. Honestly, okay. don't eat your money, Maga. Invest it. Uh, we do, Melo. Thanks for the tweet. He told you guys what not mm, to do. Yep. Huh? Y'all yep. did it anyways. Wrapping up our talk on taxation, we're chatting to Maggie Kobani, tax consultant at Tax Consulting SA. Good morning, Zolani. Hi, how are you? We're good. Thanks for holding. Question, Zolani. Yeah, I want to find out, please, what is a tax directive? And the reason I'm asking this is because I work in the pharmaceutical industry. I'm a pharmaceutical rep, and I make almost 100% um, in commission. So I need to find out, um, like, what a tax directive is. Thank you. So what a tax directive is, is you... It's a document that just says that so much tax has been deducted from the income that you earn. Mm. Because you're a commission earning employee, you're, you're, so what you get is you need to get a letter from your employer that you will have to take to SARS. So unfortunately, you will have to go into the branch and then they will issue you with that tax directive. So the tax directive will say you earned 100,000 rand and of that 100,000 rand, 40,000 rand was withheld as as tax otherwise if you don't get that tax directive then you will have to then pay up the money mm. so unfortunately that is just to protect yourself as well because mm. if the money has already been withheld 
it's you can't pay double tax on mm. the same income. Sure. Yeah. All right, we have a WhatsApp from Lebu. I stopped working last year, which means I don't have an IRP5 this year. I have medical aid, though. Do I still submit, and how do I go about it? Do I go online, or should I go into a branch? So remember, you the period, the tax year is from the 1st of March to the 28th of Feb or 29th given the year. Mm. So you, when you say you were unemployed, is it unemployed for that whole period? Because if you were, let's say, unemployed for seven of those months, you were paid for the other months. Mm. So you will have an IRP5 that's on your name and which will be loaded on your e-filing. Mm. And of course, you will be able to claim a medical um, tax credit with that medical aid that you have. Mm. However, if you don't, if you were unemployed for the full year, you will not be able to get a, a well, you, you, you can't deduct medical aid on nothing. Okay. Mm. So if she worked a month within the tax year, yes. mm. she must still submit everything. Yes. So she yes. can do e-filing for She can that. still do e-filing and she will find that IRP5 on her e-filing profile. There's another question here that says, I have an issue with regards to my travel allowance. My kilos for February, which is uh, in the last financial year, were included in my IRP5 for this financial year. And SAR says it's fraud, while my employer says they did that because the money was paid to me this financial year, which is March. Therefore, it's not fraud. So how do I? Because remember, SARS works. It's, it's so important when you have travel allowance. First of all, to keep a travel logbook, mm. you need to track those kilometers every day when you go to and when you go to your clients. And what I would say is, it's it's just a bit facetious. There, I I really don't think SARS would say it's fraud when it's not. Mm. The thing is, your employer calculates your travel allowance on a twelve month basis. Mm. Sure. So if anything, and it's and the thing is when you receive travel allowance it's seen as a benefit mm. yeah so it will show as if you you incurred that income mm. Mm. so it's up to you to then say oh okay for feb i i traveled for however much and it means that he need remember you 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 submit your return in july mm-hmm. so july the next year so mm. you would obviously have a pretty clear idea of what you were supposed to have done. And he must take it up with the employer that, yeah. and he must tell him, no, this was then for, for March. Because the calendar is clear. The yeah. calendar is, True, there's yeah. a very, it's, it's, it's clear. It cuts off on the 28th mm. or 29th given sure. the year. Yeah. Unfortunately, we are out of time, but I think we need to revisit this uh, maybe every quarter. Mm-hmm. Uh, hanging out with Maggie Khobani, tax consultant at Tax Consulting SA. How do people get a hold of you guys? So we, we have a website called Tax Consulting. Mm-hmm. So you just go there, you'll find an email address, contact at taxconsulting.co.za, or you can just give us a call and we'll be able to assist you. And remember, you have three days. So please do what you can to submit your tax returns, walk into a branch, send the cues. But, you know, you want to protect yourself and not incur any penalties unnecessarily. So Mm. taxconsulting.co.za.